Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. One of my favorite things to do is talk football with Brian Broaddus. And one of the things I really love about it is our friends at the Windstar World Casino and Resort. Step up to sponsor this bad boy because they know what good things are. Joining us now from out there at the Star is our guy, Brian Broaddus. How are we doing today, Broaddus? Hello, thank you, Windstar. Always appreciate you hanging out with us, and thanks for your kind words there, Skinny Skin Skin. Man, it's, I always look forward to it. I love picking your brain on stuff, and I'm very excited about this because I, I know you probably have a strong opinion and you're dialed in on it. Yep. What does Michael Bennett do for this team? Yeah, I'll have a scouting report up here in a, a, probably a couple minutes after I do this, uh, this hit with you guys. Uh, Michael Bennett uh, brings something interesting to this team. And, yeah, 34 years old. I'm surprised watching the tape of him play this season of how strong he really is. At 275 pounds, you would think, okay, maybe, you know, linear build guy. And he's just, you know, all he is would be as a pass rusher. But you watch him play. And then the, the Dolphin game and then the Redskin game was really a good evidence of this to me was, of what kind of snap he still has in his hands, what kind of power he still has. There were a couple of times where, you know, again, whatever you think about the Dolphins or the, uh, you know, or the uh, Redskins, you know, that's the schedule that the, the, the Patriots played. So that's the games you evaluate. But, you know, he was able to, to get some penetration, able to control some blocks, able to get off some blocks, you know, and, and be a factor. I was really impressed with the fact that they play a game early in the year against Miami where, you know, you can tell it's really, really hot. And, you know, it just, it, you know, one of those hard games to have to deal with. But the effort that he played with every snap, you know, he was part of a rotational system there. They played him more really as an under tackle or a three technique. And I think the reason why the Patriots signed him, I didn't ask Mike Lombardi about this because Mike, and he was out of uh, unavailable, but because Mike knows the Patriots and how they do things. But I have a feeling that they signed him because he can play multiple positions. And, again, people out there, the Tolo goes, oh, Broadus, you're telling me about position flex. That's all they talk about. Well, in this case, you know, Michael Bennett in a New England Patriots system where they play a 3-4-4-3 and how they're able to adjust their defenses, he's a fit for all those positions that you can play. I don't think you want to play him at the one but to play each end, each side end, or to play the three or the under tackle. Now, he has reduced down and played some nose or shade nose uh, and, and been pretty effective doing that. So, you know, I, I just to me, it's one of those things, yeah, you're getting a veteran player. Yeah, you're getting a guy. I, I do know this for a fact, talking to some scouts around the league about him who know him well. This guy does love playing football. It is important to him. You know, that's something that, you know, a lot of times you can you get guys and – they're really good players, but they don't. The game's really not important to him, and this guy, it is. And so that was a very positive thing. Is he outspoken? Absolutely. The word "different cat" was described to me a couple of different mm. times. But you know, that's you know, you're 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 trying to kind of help your defense with some pass rush. We saw how effective they were to able to affect Carson Wentz in this, and what I think is a pretty good Philadelphia Eagle offensive line. Last week with pressure, 
four-man pressure. So all of a sudden now, if you're adding a guy like Michael Bennett, put him next to Collins inside, he works really well on the twist games and stuff like that. You know, I mean, he's got that ability where you watch. And, uh, you know, uh, if you watch Demarcus Lawrence, I've described this in my scouting report, Lawrence could take a real long step and then get to the corner and then find a way to kind of, you know, get to the level of the quarterback and then get a sack. So he gains ground, gains uh, position, and then goes. And Bennett's the same type of guy. You'll see him take that real long step, gain the shoulder, and then work back to the uh, to the inside where the quarterback is or work to the ball in that case if he has to make a tackle in the run game. So, uh, again, uh, adding a guy that could potentially help him more in nickel stuff and then be a backup at that right defensive end if they need uh, help with uh, over there behind Quinn. Do you think they would have made this move if Tyrone Crawford was healthy? I don't think so. I don't think so because, to me, it's it, Crawford could play – as we know, Crawford could play the right end. He could play the left end. He could also play the three of the under tackle, but he can also play the one if he has to. But no, I, I think that it would have been more, they would have been really, they're, they're thinking, okay, how can we get more pressure inside? How can we affect? Jason Garrett always likes to tell us in the walk-off, he goes, turnovers start by affecting the pocket. Again, this is something that we saw last week in the game against the Eagles. They were able to affect the pocket and then they were able to create the turnover. So their thought is, okay, do we have somebody that can create turnovers inside? And the, obviously the answer is no. Is this an indictment on Tristan Hill and guys like that? You know, Tristan Hill's a 21-year-old kid, you know, and, yeah. and, and he's just not ready to play. They've thrown him out there. Uh, you know, he tries really hard right now. He's just not physically developed enough to handle the position that he needs mm-hmm. to play. And, you know, that's a disappointment right there. But, you know, hey, they'll let him grow. They'll let him develop, and we'll see how it works out for him down the road. But to answer your question, I think that if Crawford was there, they'd feel a little bit better about the inside pass rush and then also the ability to to back up both sides. And do you feel like um, Bennett is a good run stopper? Yeah, you know, don't look at the, 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 the 275 pounds. I mean, look at a guy, to me, that has got some upper body strength. He's got the ability to extend. You know, uh, in, in that, uh, he's, he's capable of playing the run. I mean, he's always been a hard guy when he was on the outside at defensive end and through the years. But when you, when you tried to run the ball at him wide, he was able to extend, keep his outside shoulder free, and just keep running to string the play out. When guys string plays out, then all of a sudden the help comes from the inside. you got linebackers running. you got safeties coming downhill. You know, you got a lot of things going on. So, yeah, he's capable now. In the in the in the Dolphin game, or no, excuse me, the Redskin game, he got a little bit high and got a little turned. And then when that happened, they got washed, and then the ball went behind him and then through. So, but every other time that I watched him play the run, you know, he was more than capable of getting the job done. So when you look at uh, the way that they're going to to match up on on the insides, Malik Collins sure. is actually he's been. It seems like he's been pretty. I, I don't. I don't think he's been as bad as he he's made out to be. It just seems like he flashes sure. more games than others, almost like an off-on yeah. type thing. I saw yeah. that he was like tenth in the uh, league in in terms of interior defensive linemen when it comes to pressures. Um, what yeah. else do they need on the interior defensive line? This is just going to be a little bit, you know, with him helping right. out in spurts. What else do they need? And is that something you think they would try to yeah. address, or is yeah. it just kind of get guys healthy and, and just go after it with what you got? Yeah, KT, I think that's a great question. I think that your point about about 
Collins is well taken, but you know, you got guys like me cheerleading out of training camp. Oh, he's beating up on Zach Martin. Oh, he's winning here. Oh, he's penetrating. Oh, he's doing this. He's doing that. You know, we all expected a lot more. Maybe he's playing as well as he could play, but you got guys like me that are telling you, well, hey, you know, brought, uh, guys, he's, he's won this battle. He's won this battle. He's been good here. He's, you know, he's in the backfield. He's penetrating. You know, we've seen all these things. You know, and I feel like, though, that where we're, he, you know, if he has a guy like Michael Bennett next to him that can work the twist games with him and can kind of do some things to kind of free him up a little bit more, you know, I, 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 Mickey was on this morning with the guys, and Mickey was talking about the run game, the run defense. And, you know, yeah, I think that to me that, you know, we had this discussion on DallasCowboys.com about the if you play the run, I mean, you're getting up the field. Also, these defensive, these tackles are not taken on the run well enough. It's affecting the way the linebackers are playing. I, I agree with that. You know, the down linemen need to be tied into how the linebackers play. But, man, I just felt like that I sold these guys really, really high. And, and they might be playing well enough, but for what they, you know, what potentially what I thought they could do, uh, you know, it, it hasn't been to that level. Can they do, can they add more? You know, we got to remember that this Justin Hamilton was a guy at Kansas City uh, during training camp. He's a 315-pound type of a guy, more of a one technique. Let's see if they work him in, uh, you know, this week. He was inactive last week. Let's see if they get him in the rotation with Christian Covington and, and see how that, that one technique uh, position kind of uh, unfolds. And then we'll see what Bennett does playing the three in the nickel with with uh, Collins moving over to the the one technique. Is it, you're talking to Brian Broaddus here on the Ben and Skin Show. I mean, New England's defense is awesome. Did they just simply not need him, or he's just a bad fit? You know, I, I think that what, you know, New England's one of those teams that, again, I always go through Mike Lombardi because Mike and Bill or Belichick are like best friends, and Mike could always explain why, you know, a guy is this or that or how he plays. I really do believe in my heart of hearts that they got him, they brought him in because they felt like he could help at all positions. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then he had the run in with uh, Brett Billima, you know, who hasn't had a run in with Brett Billima, the, you know, the former coach at Arkansas, at Wisconsin, those places, you know, I mean, everybody has a run in with him and, you know, I mean, he's an outspoken guy, like we said, and they probably felt like, you know what, it's just not worth it to us to have to deal with this. You know, they, they have bigger problems that they've had to deal with. You know, they'll tell you about with, you know, with, with Gordon, what happened there at wide receiver, how they released him, you know, and all that stuff like that. It's, you know, they, there's some, there's some, there, Michael always tells me that you have to, you have to be able to fit in. You have to be able to practice hard. You have to be able to buy into what they're doing. So, you know, I mean, maybe that happens. I, I think that everybody's been talking about, you know, okay, the, the kind of the wild card here is Chris Richard. Chris Richard has been with him. He understands Chris Richard. Chris Richard is a player's coach. So, you know, Maybe Will McClay, those guys, trust me, they did serious, serious research on this one uh, to pull this trade off. And, you know, we'll see if it uh, if it works out for him. It's one of those cases where you have to just completely se- separate him from his brother because, I mean, it was 10 yeah, years yeah. ago. But I was, I, was reminded, yeah, I was reminded this morning about genetics. I got a genetics <laughs> lesson this morning. Yeah. And, and, you know, my son Bennett is really good at genetics and stuff like that and figuring out he's really good at chemistry and things. His old man is just not good at all. So when you start talking about genetics, you know, I'm like, okay, I kind of believe in some things. But, yeah, you know, the the family is a very, very talented family. It's a Louisiana family, and they, 
they're very outspoken and they're, you know, they're very much, uh, you know, they're very prideful in their way of their approaches and stuff. And they're a little different. And again, to a man, I got the, well, he's a different cat, you know? So this team has dealt with some different cats. Let's just hope this cat's the, the right one, at least can for these next nine games, you know, can help them affect the pocket. Like I was talking about earlier. And also, so when I was thinking about, uh, I'm sorry, you said the Louisiana, there's where I went. I lost my train of thought for a minute, Bronx. Yeah. Um, LSU Auburn this weekend. Big game for yeah. you. Yeah. How are you feeling about it? Well, you know what? Are you going? Uh, no, I'm not. And you know what? I was Bennett's got Bennett's making his first high school varsity start at quarterback. Oh, dude! Yeah. Congratulations! So, yeah. yeah, so I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like the nervous I'm gonna be the nervous wreck dad out there right now. You know, watching him throw, but he's prepared. I mean, he's uh, he studied the St. Mark's bunch, and you know, it's really unfortunate too that he is. He's making the start. He doesn't know a lot of friends in St. Mark's. And St. Mark's was affected by the, yes. the tornado last week. And yes, so, yeah, you know, it's, it would have been a homecoming game at St. Mark's, which would have been, you know, for them, that's a special thing. And But the games be played over at Green Hill. We're going to try and make them feel as most welcome as possible, have their announcer there, uh, field markings, whatever they need from us. We'll try and, you know, with, do everything we can to help them play the game. Now it's up to our kids at Green Hill to try and figure it out. But, Really excited about uh, Bennett playing quarterback, and I'm really excited about Joe Burrow playing quarterback for my Tigers tomorrow. I think he's done a, a great job. Auburn, always a tough team, you know, and we'll see how they handle you know, with Nick's the quarterback over there, and, and hopefully they can put enough pressure on LSU's defense is clearly not as good as it's been in the past, but the offense is, is beyond beyond words right now. How are you when you're watching Bennett? Like tonight we're going to have a slippery field. You're going to be out yeah. there. Are you a nervous wreck? Are you uh, well, looking at it from yeah. an X's and O's perspective? Are you a quiet guy, loud guy? How are you as a, well, as a dad? Well, you know, it's funny. I, I'm, I'm, I'm like a, a, I'm the water boy for the team. So, I mean, they have trainers and stuff, but like student trainers. But, like, we have kids that play both ways. We have like 45 kids, but we have a lot of kids that play both ways. So I run onto the field between series and make sure there are kids that play both ways, get a splash of water so they can go on. So we're not out there, you know, our kids not cramping up and stuff like that. It's been really good. I really appreciate coach Selfridge allowing me to do that. So I was on the sidelines. I've been on the sidelines every week helping out. And I, I really take my job seriously trying to take care of all those kids. And Bennett got the wind knocked down. He had about a 12 yard run, got blasted. And he's laying on the field, and it's a timeout, and I run out to get everybody the water. You know, I, I, I trust the trainers. I'm like, he'll be fine. Don't look at him. Just make sure you do your job, what you have to do. And that part of it's a little bit uh, nervous for me to see him play and see him get hit. And I know he's tough enough to get up after every play. It just As a parent, you just worry about that that little bit more. But, uh, yeah, I felt like, okay, do your job, and he'll be he's in good hands. And sure enough, he got up and came back in the next play and, and, and did really well. I can't get enough of this. I'm so excited for you. Is he a sling-it-around quarterback? Does he have oh, wheels? He's got, yeah, skinny. he's got really he's slow-footed. So, he, so what happens is he's really, he studies what you're doing. He's really, he's really bright as far as going to a bunch of training camps. Cowboy training camps have, has helped him because he kind of understands like mechanics and things and how to read and how to like find where the weakest player is on their field. He studies like the game plan, the tape. I mean, he looks at that stuff. So he's, he's a little bit of a slow footed kid right now. So he knows he has to get rid of the ball quick. So he takes the snap, he finds the guy and he gets rid of the ball. And he did a really nice job. They brought him in at the second half of the game. I mean, he was a third team quarterback. They've had a couple of injuries. Now he's, you know, he played really, really well last week. So he's, he's now the starter, and 
and he's but the coaches they trust him. Tony Banks, the former Cowboy quarterback with the Ravens, the Cardinals, and or the Rams, he's their quarterbacks coach. So it's kind of funny to see Tony uh, work with him, and, and Tony really likes him a lot. I appreciate how much Tony's putting work in with him. But yeah, I'd say Bennett's one of those guys that kind of he'll find your weakness and, and throw the ball to that spot. Great stuff, Broadus. Really, really appreciate it, man. Thank you to Winstar for making that happen, and I can't yeah. wait to hear about his game, dude. Well, thank you. And again, thanks to Winstar, man. I'll tell you what, they're, they're so worth going out. They've got great acts out there. Check those folks out and go out there and play a little golf with them, too, when this weather turns to being good again. Heck, yes. All right, catch you later, brother. All right, take care, boys. Thank you. Dude, I didn't want to ruin his weekend by letting him know that I picked LSU to win a national championship because he knew <laughs> no, I would have doomed him. But that's awesome. Yeah. He's going to make a varsity start so tonight. Awesome. I'm happy for him. All right, coming Down up next. Field. We'll get the latest going on at the Star from our guy, Mickey. We'll do Mickey Spagnola next here on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply and my appetite brought to you by uh biscuits and chicken drippings because that is unbelievable our good friends (laughs) over at ford are excited to bring you this next man who's joining us on the hotline it's our buddy mickey spagnola how we doing today mick i'm good how are you guys Great, man. Um, it is a uh, bye weekend for the Cowboys. I know you're a big college football fan. You're a big pro football fan. What do we have on deck for Mickey this weekend? Uh, college football. I'm going to see the old alma mater play at Kentucky, Missouri, Kentucky this weekend. All right, and now with more on that, here is an individual conversation between Shippy and Mickey about what's going on this weekend. We are Mizzou. There you go. You, you, know, uh, you're, you know your guy Shippy is diehard Mizzou guy. Yes, I do know that. And so it's you two, it's Brad Sham. Who else around here is part of that lineage? Um, I'm trying to think of anybody else. Uh, no one else with the Cowboys but Brad. There's. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anybody. There's, there's a couple more people. We'll just throw uh, I, uh, Phil Pressy in there since he played high school basketball. Jonah Javad with Channel 8. Oh, yeah. Jonah yeah, Javad right. went to Mizzou. That was what I was trying to think of. Yeah. yeah. Didn't, I thought, and what about, isn't Romo's wife Mizzou? Yes, yes, absolutely. Candace. Lovely that's why Candace. I went there. And, and, a, and a J School graduate, too, by the way. Awesome, awesome. Well, hopefully uh, hopefully you have a great trip. I want to get your thoughts on the, the Michael Bennett scenario. There's a lot of different aspects to it, how much he has left, what he does for this team, and then also the idea of you know their, I don't know, tumultuous relationship with right. Bennett family over the years. What all do you have to say about all that? Yeah, you go from one Bennett that didn't work to the other Bennett, right? Uh, to me, it, it's it's kind of a, a low risk, high reward type of deal from a financial standpoint. Uh, I mean, all he has left on his three million dollar base, uh, so nine seventeenths of it, so one point six million. He does have a per game uh, incentive that the Cowboys will inherit, but if he plays the last nine games, that'll be like eight hundred and forty thousand dollars. So basically, for two and a half million. Uh, they get a guy that was a pretty good pass rusher last year. Now, that is last year. He was with the Eagles. He had nine sacks and 30 quarterback hits. Uh, the Cowboys were looking for help uh, on an inexpensive basis. 
uh, I think, on the defensive line at tackle. I know he plays both positions, but I think the Cowboys see him as an inside pass rusher, uh, and he can come in behind Malik Collins, uh, play next to Malik Collins, uh, and I think that's what they were looking for, and it only cost them, what, a seventh in 2021 and at the most a sixth. So as long as he passes the physical, uh, I think they, they it's a low-risk uh, deal bringing in a guy that has been volatile uh, in different places he's been. Lord, please turn into a six-round pick. Um, you know, uh, I heard Roy saying this earlier this morning, and I had not realized this, and so if it's misinformation, blame Roy. But he was talking about Malik Collins having played 300-and-something snaps, like 80% of the defensive snaps, and obviously that wears down a guy's effectiveness, so hopefully this might make Malik Collins more effective as well. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and and I thought he's had the last couple games, I thought he's played uh, a lot better. And I thought this year it's one of his best seasons. Uh, he's he's healthy. Uh, now, the deal is they don't really have anybody behind him. You know, they they had planned that that was going to be Tyrone Crawford. Uh, and obviously we understand what happens with him. Placed right. on IR is going to have hip surgery. And Crawford was a guy that could help him at defensive end and go inside as a pass rusher at defensive tackle. And so now they basically replaced him for relatively nothing. Uh, and, yeah, that will help Malik Collins out. And just think about it, even if they're both in there at the same time, like on nickel downs, uh, and, and you've got two inside pass rushers to go with Quinn and Demarcus Lawrence, uh, that's pretty stout. Now, the other thing that they have to take care of also is stopping the run, which they've had problems in some of the losses uh, they've had. So I don't know how much of a run stopper Michael Bennett still wants to be. Uh, he has been uh, pretty good earlier in his career. He's going to turn 34 in November. Uh, but again, uh, I just think another body in there. You know, Tristan Hill, they gave it a shot. I just don't, even though he's a second round pick, I just don't think he's ready. I don't think he's strong enough yet. Uh, so I thought this is where they would go if they made uh, a trade before Tuesday's trade deadline. Good news for you, Mickey. I don't know what your weekend plans are after the game, but a good Tolo Texan at the Autoflex Leasing Fantex. Ask Mickey if he will stick around Lexington until late Sunday. I'll take him on the Bourbon Trail Tour. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'll have time for that. i got to be back for work on Monday, right? No, you need to go on a Bourbon Trail a Tour. Bourbon That'll trail. definitely... I may, not, I may not show back up to work then after that, right? Yeah, are you a... Uh, I, I think I have uh, been at a location with you before and maybe seen you sip on a glass of wine. Are you a man who likes to imbibe? I, I will drink some wine and I'll drink some beer, Uh uh, and yeah, both of those, as a matter of fact, that's kind of my, my drink of choice. Although the guys the other day started asking me on the show, what, uh, you know, what do you drink liquor? And I said, no, not much. And I said, well, but I take a shot or two. Of <laughs> yeah. You know, so th there's the, I'm, I'm to a point now where I'm like, man, I turned down most shots cause I just don't recover like I used to, but I right. do like the idea of sipping on tequila. I, I mean, yeah. it's not one of my, it's not my go-to choice, but I can enjoy that quite a bit. And I'll do that at home. I don't like doing that away. And I'm with you on that. I turned down all shots offered to, it to be purchased for me. That's when you know that you've uh, matured, not because you don't want a shot, but because you feel confident enough to turn down a shot. Right, and you know you're old enough not to recover from it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, so uh, do we anticipate, if you were to guess, will anything else happen uh, personnel-wise with the Cowboys before they take the field again? It could be uh, extension with one of their owns, another minor trade, a roster move, or do you think 
whatever's the the roster today will be the roster when they take the field against the Giants. Yeah, I think they're pretty well set uh, making this move. Now, now again, they've got to release somebody, uh, and they haven't done that yet. Uh, I got a sneaking suspicion that it might be Devin Smith. Okay. Uh, I kind of hate to see that, uh, but they they are kind of overloaded at at wide receiver, and he's been inactive the last couple games. Uh, and I think with Michael Gallup uh, healthy again, and Tavon showing that they can get something out of him in, in different ways, he may be the the odd guy out. Unless they've got an injury uh, that they decide, you know, this qualifies for injured reserve. But other than that, I don't know that unless something else lands in their lap, that, that I don't know that there's another glaring need uh, for for them. And I think the the big thing for this this entire this you know four days that they're going to have off is just get healthy, get these guys that kind of played through things uh, this last game and get those guys off their feet feet and, and get them healthy. I think that'll be the key thing uh, over this bye weekend. All right, great stuff, Mickey. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you later, homie. Okay, see you guys. There he goes, Mickey Spagnola. Uh, we have him every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right here on the Ben and Skin Show. Brought to you by Ford. Ford is the best in Texas. So i got a couple Orlando Scandrick cuts. We'll do one here. Maybe we'll spread it out throughout uh, the yeah, show. Yeah, we. You know, I say we we can get into them at noon if you want, because I'm dying to get back into some of this best up stuff. Okay. Okay. Are you okay that. with that? Absolutely. I mean, I don't want to, Kevin. I don't want to ruin the Scandrick cut. If you had a Scandrick cut, you were not really going to ruin it. It can, it can save. In fact, high noon, people will be getting out for lunch break. It'll be a good time for that. All right, coming yeah. up at high noon, we'll get into this explosive Orlando Scandrick audio. He is going hard in the taint. We'll do that at noon. But coming up next, we've been enjoying this all day and we'll continue to enjoy it. It is the best of Ben and Skin. KT has pulled some of our best clips in honor of Fanniversary tomorrow. Don't forget that's live tomorrow. I'm sorry, that's free tomorrow at Texas Live. Noon to four. Would love to see you out there. Uh, That's coming up next. All right, we're a man down today. Ben is out because his uh, lovely wife, Kat, had uh, hip replacement surgery, but she's doing great. That's good news. I wish you guys out there could see how hard KT and Shippy are working right now. During every break, they are scrambling all over the place, trying to put things together. We are going to have that Orlando Scandrick audio for you at noon. But one of the things that uh, those fine gentlemen have done, have put together a lot of best of segments. Sean and RJ kind of gave us the idea as we get ready for Faniversary tomorrow. It's free at Texas Live from noon to four. Not only will all the Tolos be out there, all the show hosts, but then, of course, special guests. Willie Calhoun, J- uh, Jalen Smith, Chris Woodward, on and on and on. Uh, what about Belfour and Ludwig together? Awesome. I mean, it's going to be so great. I can't even tell you all the great. Uh, Charles Haley, Jim Jeffcoat, it's on and popping. Tomorrow starting at noon. Please join us at Texas Live. But uh, in celebration, KT, take us. Uh, continue to take us back down memory lane. We're going to start with one. I'm glad you mentioned Sean and RJ, and we'll party with them tomorrow. But uh, at one time, it, everyone started calling them the RJ and Choppy Show. Uh, well, where does that come from? Yes. This is from a time when Ben and Skin were playing a prank on our sales girl, Chelsea, who is awesome. But yeah, this is back Chelsea. when she was new, maybe a month into the thing. And uh, here's them uh, kind of doing a little prank on her. What did Robbie tell you about me? Um. Well, he didn't tell me. He says you spend during football season. You guys still do sports? Of course. Who do you have doing the sports now? Um, we have in the morning, we have Sean and RJ. In midday, we have G Bag Nation. In the afternoons, we have Ben and Skin. 
And then in the evenings, we have RJ and Choppy. Okay, good, good, good. RJ and Choppy, that sounds like a good show. I'm looking to spend maybe ten grand during the football season, and I need you to put together some packages. Okay. Okay, and that's ten grand the whole season. Yeah, or? the whole thing. I just want you. I want to go in ten grand. Give me the. Mo- I like that RJ and Choppy thing you were talking about. Let's figure that out for ten G's. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, I, I forgot where that came she's from. She's new. She's just right. you know just a couple weeks into it. No offense to anybody back there in the sales pit, but nobody's better than Chelsea. She's awesome. Everybody, awesome. we the whole sales crew is really good. From time to time, I like to pit them all against each other. Like, yeah, uh, you know, what, what's that thing? Uh, Survivor, Hunger Games, Hunger Games. I like to see them all kill one another, but they're all fantastic. Sometimes we'll do a drop interview. Here's a clip of a drop interview. I actually had a Syracuse basketball blogger on for reasons unknown. God, did that ever air? Uh, but here's the. <laughs> Why did we do this? Well, at Final Four. While we're celebrating the, the ten year anniversary. <laughs> we can't let Fuel City go without a mention. Uh, let's get to the tournament the, a little bit. I, you know, I, uh, oh my God. I'm stunned that Mammoth isn't in. I'm upset about it, especially you know with Vandy. Vandy lost to Tennessee last week. Can't lose to Tennessee to get in. Syracuse yeah. lost to St. John's. Can't lose to St. John's to get in. What's your take on Mammoth not getting in and these two guys getting in there? Well, I, I think that Mammoth probably did deserve to get in. I look more at who, who did you beat. Questions. Hold up. Let me switch topics. Oh, no, yes. Do you like gas stations? Gas stations? Do you like gas stations? Sure. But I got some sad news about the Fuel City Zebra. Um, if you Google up the legend of the Fuel City Zebra, you'll see a story on uh, CBSlocal.com, uh, 1053fan.com. I wrote this a couple of years ago, and I have video. I took my kids out to see the zebras because I would always go to Fuel City. Anybody that goes to downtown Dallas and gets gas, they know that Fuel City's got the best street tacos. I'm not going to say they're the best in the country, but they're in there. They've got everything you'd ever want a gas station. They've got the lowest price car wash. They've got everything. And then they, they got a swimming pool. This is right down downtown Dallas on Riverfront. And it's like a scene. It's like a party going on at Fuel City all the time. Well, they have this backyard that has longhorns. It has horses. It has regular cattle. It had uh, camels. And it had zebras. Now, I thought it only had one. And then this one day I went over there and it had two of them. Let me tell you something. The zebras were real. Notice I said were. I uh, went over there a couple of days ago and I noticed I didn't see the zebras. Now, if you go inside Fuel Cities, which is huge, it's like a, a, a Bucky's, but it's better. A little bit more intimate, but it's better. It's like a Bucky's. You go inside, they got all these taxidermist animals, stuffed animal heads all over the place. And I saw a zebra head up there. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Where's the zebras? My kids are like, where are the zebras? Daddy, the zebras are gone. And then somebody asked somebody in there, is that one of the zebras? So I, I couldn't believe this story. My wife said, it's probably true. They had to do something with the zebra. Maybe the zebra was getting old and they had to do something. So they just mounted the zebra. That's just too soon. That's not right. I made a phone call to one of the managers over there. His name is Eric. And I said, Eric, what happened to the zebras? And he said, oh, yeah. I hear about you guys talking about it on the air. Ben and Skin Show, the greatness of the Ben and Skin Show. D-Bag Nation, I hear you guys, they say on the radio, you're talking about the zebras. We like that. I said, where are the zebras? What have you done with the zebras? He said the city made us take them away. (laughs) Are you buying or selling Ben Simmons as a clear-cut number one pick in the draft? 
Okay. Oh, that's amazing. To go from Monmouth not getting in the tournament to, to that. Ben Simmons through all Hold of on. that. Let me switch it up. Performance. Hey, let me switch gears real quick. Do you oh. like gas stations? God, that's so good. I love drop interviews so much. Now, this one's a good one, and, and a part of the good one is the concept. The other uh, reason it's so good is because the clout involved. Okay. Travis Frederick and Zach Martin are a part of this one. So here's the concept. Ben is playing the role of a, a Jewish father who's wants to who has a Jewish uh, son, and for his bar mitzvah, you know, he wants to get the Cowboys. He wants to get a couple Cowboys players. Make an appearance at the bar mitzvah. So Travis has kind of set this up to Zach, like, hey, man, will you come do this appearance? We're going to make some good dough So here. now we're on the hook with Travis and Zach, and Travis is going along, but Zach has no idea. Okay, he has no idea. Travis, Travis knows. Ben's Ben's doing an incredible job, but Travis is the MVP. Travis is the MVP because yeah. he strung Zach along. So they want Travis and Zach to show up to a bar mitzvah <laughs> in full Cowboys uniform. <laughs> and this is uh, some of the best parts of that prank. In your sport, you do the Gatorade bath, where you dump yep. the bucket of Gatorade on the guy who won the big game. And, hey, the coach, watch out. Don't get electrocuted with your headset. Bam, <laughs> you hit him with the Gatorade, correct? Yeah. Yep. Okay, yeah, I guess. we want you guys to get Grandma Rose. You guys take a giant bucket of freezing cold Gatorade, and you're going to dump it on unsuspecting Grandma Rose. She's a pistol. She'll love it. It'll be hilarious. Gotcha. We can get Grandma Rose. Okay, I want it to be ice cold. I want it to scare her. I want to blow her away. She's not suspecting it, but um, her daughter's going to bring her a change of clothes. She's got a suite at the Omni. It's all good. Okay. But really get her. She's, uh, she deserves okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> there was also a situation where Zach was going to have to go into the birthday cake. Pop out of with, it. With the little oh, yeah. kid and, tell, and talk, have to talk with him about the birds and the bees. And then return to the party. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, we're idiots. Okay. I love oh, it. Sports Inferno. It's one of the fake radio shows we do featuring... Yep, yep. Um, the, the host is a, a, a guy by the name of Carl Spoon, and he's kind of a Colin Cowherd type. Mm-hmm. And then you have Rational Bill. Rational Bill is, I think, uh, maybe like a Central American guy. We're not sure what the, his origin <laughs> he is. He evolves over the interview. Right. But they were uh, having Clipper Steve on for an interview about oh, the Clippers. Man. Clipper Steve, and you spit a freestyle when Rational Bill is, is done. Are you ready? Uh, absolutely not in any way am I ready for that. I'm not very good, but I'm going to give it a try. Yeah, don't be a step up, Clipper Steve. All right, Bill, let's get this cypher popping. Yep. Sports Inferno will always get paid. (laughs) We'll take a whack show and make it better. You can just drop it like it's hot. Hold another mitt. Don't bring whack bullshit. Just bring it straight from the dome. My name's Rational Bill, far from my home. My name is Clipper Steve. I don't want to be here. I want to leave. I like the Clippers. You like the math. That's how it is. That's what I got. Have. How about that? Thought that was whack. Thought it was whack, but I appreciate you getting on the mic and busting a little something. Wow, I didn't know you had those nuts, Clipper Steve. I thought you'd run away like a but you stood up and you grabbed the mic and got a little bit of action here in the Inferno! Inferno! Well, don't take it that far! This is what I just want to say. And I want to bring it as hard as I can. This is my most heated opinion I got. Bring it! I just feel like DeAndre Jordan acted like a seven-foot baby Oh, wow! But I also see where he's coming from, and it was probably the right decision. It was an immature thing to do originally, but it's 
this is what he had to do in the end. Oh, bull! He didn't have to do any of that, but I appreciate you trying to get his you know, back. I Somebody never get his back besides his damn mommy. You know, he, he went to Texas A&M. Yes. My cousin Eddie went there too. Oh, good story. <laughs> I love all these stupid bits. Uh, another show is the Fighting McMahon's. Ah, yes. I want to say the inspiration for this might have been Tim McMahon. It is. Uh, just we used to like to make fun of Tim and turn him and really exaggerate his voice into something it really wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to work with him at ESPN, and we're both we're all good friends. We love Tim, but it. I think he actually got quite a big kick out of this too. The story here is Ronnie and Terry McMahon host a radio show somehow, but they also like to fight. And they really like all the violent sports and their brothers, Ronnie and Terry. And here they are. Uh, let's shut it down. We like to fight. We always get in trouble, but we are Christians, so let's put our hands together. God bless you, Jesus. If you would, Brad, lead us in a prayer, and let's shut this thing down. <laughs> Not you, only my thing, but uh, you guys. Just a quick prayer, Brad. For the you Lord, Brad. The, Our guests lead us in a prayer, Brad. Shut up, Ronnie. Go pray. Go ahead, Brad. I uh, hope, hope everything goes well for everybody. That's all I got. The f*** prayer is that? <laughs> Jesus, Brad, show some respect for the Lord. <laughs> He's your maker. Brad, you didn't even say, dear Lord, we're gathered here today to, to celebrate this thing called life. You didn't put any thought into it. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, that's not, not, really my, not really my thing. But I hope you never said a prayer before? What do you mean? It ain't my thing. God make it your thing, Brad. How the hell do you eat a meal if you can't say a <laughs> prayer before? You gonna choke on them bones, Brad. Pray, son. All right, look, it's fine. We don't want to force our religion on you if you ain't the God type. Good luck in hell. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh. What a terrible thing for a person to find themselves in the middle of. There's an Autoflex Leasing Fan Text, uh, 877-881-1053. There's a guy that keeps asking, will you guys play the mustache clip from Amy Lawrence? Uh No, we can't play that. Yeah. We're not going to do that. What about this one? This guy says, we got to hear y'all talking about Al Roker's Sweet Poon. <laughs> I had to pull over. I was laughing so hard when we played his, that. His pi- the sweet pie. Poon yeah, pie. Yeah, the Sweet Poon Pie. Yeah. That was great. That was weird. What a day. Okay, Bacon and Bronson was a show as well. <laughs> Bacon. It's kind of doing like a Bill Simmons type character, Steve uh-huh. Bacon. Uh, Tommy Three Rings Bronson is mimicking Ted Johnson, former Patriots linebacker, who did radio in Houston and popped on with the G-Bag Nation yeah. from a basement. <laughs> for a long time. So here's, one with the, here's a little quick clip of their show with the, uh, with the Nuggets blogger. But I would just say this. Who wants it more? Because it's nut crunch time. It's gut check time. <laughs> who's going to arrive the earliest and leave the latest after this game? When everybody's celebrating, who's lifting weights ready for the next series? That's who's going to win this game. So to me, it all comes down to, like I've never seen either of these teams play, but I would say whoever lifts the most weights will win. That's such good stuff. Uh, Branton, thank you so much for providing your uninformed outsider opinion. Really appreciate it, man. Where can people read your work if they want to get that perspective? It's on denverstiff.com. You can follow me on Twitter at bevo 422 uh, I guess I missed the point of the show here, guys. Not sure what we're going for, but maybe what do you mean? back one day and we'll try it again. I'm working with Steve Bacon. He never played sports, so how am I supposed to work with that? Hey, I understand, guys. No, it was a pleasure very much. Thanks for having me on. All right, thanks a lot. Uh, coming up next, Jerry Jones, the owner, versus Jerry Jones, the general manager, from a player's perspective. Thank That's you. Next. Thank you. Because what, what you say doesn't matter. Right. Coming up next. Okay. Hey, thanks, Brendan. Yeah, you're welcome. Hey, good times. Hey, and sorry, man. We're trying to figure out our way around this. It's uh, kind of a work in progress, but thank you. (laughs) Thank you. It's all good, man. You guys got (laughs) it. Thank you, brother.
Thank you, brother. Hey, much love. God bless you, man. Take care. Take guys. care, bro. Take God, care. my chest is full of phlegm. Brantley? You guys call them like no such no less than jerk. 11 different names in that Such interview. a jerk, man. Okay, there's a lot of people asking for East Texas Sports Boys. We'll get some of that. We'll get you a clip of these Texas Sports Boys before the show ends. Yeah. Also, uh, the huge Wiener Jeremy commercial is another prank we did. Oh, you yeah. know, that's God. how we'll end this segment. Here's the huge Wiener Jeremy. Oh, great. Jeremy Garcia is a part-time guy here. He works hard. Really good dude. But we did prank him when he was here to do go to a live read for a food truck called Huge Wiener Food Trucks. Hello, intern Jeremy from the Ben and Skin Show, here for Huge Wieners, the newest and best food truck in the Metroplex. Huge Wieners provides high and delicious dogs at affordable prices. There's no better feeling than jamming one of those huge wieners in your mouth. Huge Wieners has a large selection of dogs for any hungry DFW resident. You can try the big old fat one. Try stretching your mouth around our signature Huge Wiener. Or if you're intimidated by that, try out the micro dog with a special burst of hidden bacon ranch flavor. The cooks in our huge wieners food trucks are gourmet chefs, so they can cook your dog any way you like. For instance, if you like your meat well done, try our huge blackened wiener. Or if you're brave enough, you can try the raw dog, a sufficient unit of meat and buns only. I get with my friends and search the internet for huge wiener tips on their secret menu, which includes delivery and to-go options as well. I love to take it doggy style, which is secret code for chili dogs, as the fine folks at huge wiener will meet you around back with homemade chili to go. Also, if you're feeling extra spunky, order it glory hole style for a surprise prank you never saw coming from our secret menu. And for the ultimate hot dog connoisseur, if you think you can take it, try our classic menage dog. Three not four foot long wieners coming at you all at once. And hey, our huge wieners are expanding with a new store opening in the 817 this fall. It's time to party with huge wieners. Now three huge wiener trucks serving the DFW Metroplex. God, what a great food concept. <laughs> How's it not a thing? I'm hungry. I don't know. Seems like it should be a real thing. Thank you. God, I really enjoy all that. Uh, keep the feedback coming on the Autoflex leasing fan text 877-881-1053. I hope you guys are uh, out there enjoying as much as the folks that are texting in. All right, coming up next, uh, let's get into this Orlando Scandrick audio that is burning up the internet as he does go hard. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.